Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're the names we speak with reverence or scream out loud. The names that help define us, inspire us, and build the game that we all love. Each Wednesday on the Sports Cage, we flash to the past with a legend to see if there is indeed life beyond the scoreboard. This is Where Are They Now? Out of the Sports Cage Where Are They Now segment is brought to you by Floor Coverings International. For new floors, choose one of the highest rated companies in the country, Floor Coverings International, the stars of flooring. Visit fcfloors.com today. And uh, my wife and I actually just placed our order for some new flooring from Floor Coverings International. Very pleased to be joined on the line by my good friend Dan Rasevich. Dan, what do you think about the Riders' free agent signings? I think things are looking really good. It's uh, you know what they're putting some they're putting some good pieces together. That's for sure. You know I think it's going to create you know hey create some excitement here for sure. When you hear some of the analytics nerds like my good friend J.C. Abbott at Three Down Nation talk about the diminishing importance of a good smash and dash running back in today's game. Do you agree with that, or do you think it's just as important as it's ever been, even back to when you played? Uh, no, I no, I think you still need a running back. Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't know. I think I look at hey, I look at. The, I mean, I know I look at the Super Bowl there, and I think McCaffrey should have got some more touches in that third quarter instead of just throwing the ball because mm. it was working for them. But no, I think uh, no, you still need a good you need a good running back for sure. Exactly. That's that's the only way to keep a defense honest, I think, and also the keeps the hogs happy they love to run after those linebackers uh, rather than having exactly. someone come at them and pin their ears back <laughs> but hey this isn't about That's the free right. agents this is about you dan uh in your 13 oh, years okay. playing in the canadian uh i shouldn't say 13 years sorry was your rookie year 83 or 84 84 84 okay so you did 16 years in the canadian football league and you did 13 of them right here in saskatchewan of all of the teammates that you had is there one who stands out who was a big influence on you either early in your career or maybe even a little bit later on when you had a more veteran role? You know, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to say Dave Albright. You know, um, me and him were roommates. Uh, you know, he's one of the first guys I kind of bonded with when I first got here. And uh, I was definitely... It was my roommate in training camps and even my roommate uh, during the season there as well. So, yeah, we kind of, we talked about a lot of different things, you know, and late nights after practice and, you know, some of our goals, you know, setting goals, you know, about winning the Grey Cup and, you know, kind of how to play the game and how we should be showing up to play the game as a team, you know. So I think Dave, I'll say Dave is one of, definitely one of the big, big influence for sure. Did you play more games as a linebacker in the Canadian Football League than anyone, or are you number two behind O'Shea on that list? I think I'm number two behind O'Shea. Number two, yeah. That, that's a pretty sweet haul, and it's worked out pretty well for him since he played. Um, I know when you came on and did uh, In the Huddle with Marshall Hamilton and I on Access, um, you talked about your time at Los Angeles Raiders training camp. Did you get to share yeah. a locker room with the Marcus Allen Bo Jackson, any other big stars? 
No. Um, I was in Lester Haynes' locker. Um, what the, I was there in many camp, too many camp, I think too many camps there. And I, what it was was first, second, third year players, draft picks, and free agents. Um, so I remember seeing Howie Long on the sidelines and, you know, some of the few other guys. And I, but I never, totally remember Tom Flores, you know, speaking with us and, you know, in meetings. And that was pretty neat. Uh, whenever something was really important, he made sure he said it three times. So we knew it was important. Yeah. So, Tom Flores, two-time Super Bowl neat. winning head coach with the uh, o- Oakland slash Los Angeles Raiders, actually started it, it his cool. career as a uh, quarterback with the Calgary Stampeders. You know, oh, really? I did not know that. See, I I, my head is all full of all kinds of useless Damn. trivia knowledge. And <laughs> and uh, hey, I, I, I wanted Davis to fill... Too. Yeah, well, I, I was Davis. just going to say, um, well, one story you've told that I don't think we've told on the radio, but it's a very huh? legendary moment in the history of the Toronto Blue Jays, their very first home game. The team was brought to yeah. Canada by a beer company, Labatt's, and they couldn't sell beer at the first game even though there was snow and fans <laughs> were chanting, we want beer. And a young Dan Rasevich was in the crowd at Exhibition yeah. Stadium in April 1977. What do you remember about that day? I remember skipping school <laughs> to go to the game with a bunch of high school buddies. And I remember it was snowing, and I remember we were in the bleachers of Ex- Exhibition Stadium and remember the uh, the, the hot dog guy running up the stairs and all his hot dogs were falling out the back end down the stairs. And, yeah, a lot of people were grabbing hot dogs. <laughs> I, I, I do remember, I remember that. That was kind of cool. I feel, I feel like that has added to the legend and the mystique of the Toronto Blue Jays, just the fact that their first ever home game was such a train wreck. That made it awesome. Oh. It did. It was awesome. And then many years later, when I was playing with the Argos, I actually caught a pitch from Hanky, the reliever, <laughs> the Terminator, Tom Hanky, the closer. Yeah, I caught some pitches from him because uh, he used to share the field. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, because you would have shared the old Exhibition Stadium. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It was fun. And that was the was heyday of, of the Toronto Argonauts in the Canadian Football League, the early '80s, when they expanded the old CNE and they would fit fifty thousand people in there. And I know uh, you you played in Toronto when the CFL was a really big deal in Toronto. You told me that you had some pretty big yep. crowds early on. Oh yeah. Oh no. It was hey, 80, 86, 87, You know, and I think the Argos just won a. I think they won a. Grey Cup in 83 in yep. DC Place. I actually went to that game. I actually went to that game. Um, man, I'm trying to remember. I think they were playing the BC Lions, actually. Yep. Yep. Yeah, first ever Grey Cup at BC Place. And a lot of people say that was the zenith of the Canadian Football League from a business perspective because the place was packed. and It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had Crazy George, right? They had Crazy George. Oh, that's right. It was crazy. Right, That's right, pounding the drum and everything else. Um, last question for you before we let you go. Do you miss the game? Yeah. Do you miss being at the park every day? You know, there's parts of me, I miss it for sure. Then there's the part of me that goes, man, I did it for 16 years, and I feel, you know what? I really feel like I left it all on the field, you know? And sometimes I look back and I go, I wonder if I, how much better I maybe could have been. And I guess the only part I, I could, might say is I could have maybe been a, been a little better of a student of the game. I mean, hey, I watched film. I studied. I knew down tendencies. Like, you know. But you know what? 
Yeah, you always you always wonder. But anyways, at the end of the day, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good. Well, I'm feeling pretty sore. <laughs> you paid for it. You're still paying for it, and you feel like it's a job well done. But I loved it. You know what, man? I do it again. I do it again. I hear that from so many football players who laid it all on the line like you did, and I hear the same thing: is that there there are no regrets in a lot of cases. Think of and couldn't have come to a better place to play football. I'll tell you that. And I, I heard uh, you know AJ Willett talking about that, and you know what he's going to find out firsthand for himself with all these other guys that come here, and hopefully they can build a great culture and you know what put a put a put a great team on the field. I hope so. And uh, I know you live in Regina. I see you at the games all the time. And uh, tell us about your charitable endeavor, uh, Believe in the Gold, for some of our listeners who maybe don't know a whole lot about that. Sure. Well, uh, uh, last year was the seventh year. Um, Done a fundraiser for uh, children's cancer. It's called Believe in the Gold. Uh, Usually do it every September. And uh, the color gold is the color, color of children's cancer. And so it's definitely been something where I put a lot of put my heart and a lot of effort in for to raise money for research and monies to stay in Saskatchewan for Saskatchewan families and you know what I've, I've really enjoyed doing that uh, it's, it's nice to give back and you know to all the families and for the things that they go through so you know and I love hey then you know what moved back here 12 years ago from Calgary and I have no regrets I love Saskatchewan because it's uh, done a lot for me and my family just want to emphasize that well, I think Saskatchewan, I, I speak for a lot of our listeners that um, I think uh, Saskatchewan benefits from that relationship more than you do. So uh, we're happy to have you. We're lucky to have you. And uh, we're, we're hey. glad that you could uh, be on this segment of Where Are They Now? And uh, hopefully we'll have many more appearances with you on the Sports Cage as well. Thanks for doing this, Dan. You bet, Brendan. Thanks. I got goosebumps when you said that to me just now, just so you know. <laughs> That's what I do. I create goosebumps for our guests. <laughs> that is a right longtime on. CFL special teams ace, Dan Rasevich. And by the way, you can always check out that uh, charity that he spearheads or helps out with a lot. They've got a initiative in Calgary and one here in Regina. Believe in the gold.ca. And that brings to a close another star-studded edition of the Sports Cage. Special thanks to all of our guests, especially to A.J. Olette and Ariel Zer for trotting into our studio. And a big thank you to Ryan McNally for pushing all the buttons. I just get to stand here and talk, and you've got to do all the work putting us on the air. You have been listening to the Sports Cage, a proud presentation of the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.